Welcome everyone to On Podcast, the On Microsoft Podcast, where we talk about Microsoft stuff on a podcast. I am your host, Kareem Anderson, and I'm your only host for today. Uh, as we mentioned last week, our buddy Arif has moved on to a different publication where he will be covering all kinds of new news and reviews and things and stuff of that nature. I don't know if he'll have a podcast himself, but for the time being, it'll just be me giving you the news um, for Microsoft uh, for the week. So bear with me. I will try and get my sea legs as quickly as possible to make sure that this is still entertaining, educational, informative, uh, and above all else about Microsoft. Uh, I'm going to change up the format just a tad. I hope you guys uh, find that okay. Uh, Instead of doing the fast recap and just picking about two or three topics, uh, big topics for the week, and he he and I, Eric and I kind of banter back and forth, I'm just going to give you straightforward news in a solo approach where I will go through the biggest news of the day for the week that is August 19th. So uh, with that being said, let's start off. We have information about how bad Microsoft did during the Xbox One console generation. Uh, news on Monday broke, uh, or headlines at least erupted, and we were some of the publications that had it, about uh, Microsoft selling roughly 58.5 million Xbox devices. This news came about because Microsoft is currently in Brazil, speaking with the CAD, which is, I believe, their authority on anti-competitive natures and mergers and things of that nature, as they're trying to push through uh, the deal for the Activision Blizzard uh, acquisition. Uh, you know, with any kind of things like that, going through regulatory bodies, uh, it's an investigative process. They need to know what the business business practices are, you know, how deals are done, all these other things. And amongst the deluge of paperwork and information that came through was the note uh, about how Microsoft's Xbox business did last console generation. Um, and this is also Microsoft handing this information. So, you know, this is them admitting that uh, Sony outsold them by almost two times as much. Uh, you know, the last time we got numbers from Sony uh, towards the end of the console generation, they had mentioned that they sold uh, 117.2 million devices. And that's how we, you know, did the quick math to get to 58.5 for Microsoft, uh, which again, this is in a vacuum uh, with a fanboy fight club, uh, it's, it looks bad. Uh, you know, if you take it out of the vacuum and expose it to the world, it looks almost worse because you have uh, Nintendo, which came in, I want to say about a year and a half later than uh, both the Xbox and the PlayStation, and it's currently tracking at 111.8 million devices. So it not only surpassed the Xbox, and it did so in less time, uh, it's starting to get you know up there alongside um, the PlayStation 4's ultimate record. Now, again, it's crossing over roughly two console generations because Sony's still, I mean, Nintendo's still selling uh, the Switch as a new sort of device. I mean, they've upgraded to the OLED screen and things like that, but... As far as consoles are concerned, it is roughly last generation's console. Uh, Either way, that's all to say that Microsoft uh, is currently trying to climb that uphill battle or the hole that the Xbox One dug in last console generation, this generation. Um, I think they're doing a decent job as far as uh, getting goodwill back from the players. Uh, They're making some uh, very educated moves, uh, you know, moving from xCloud, I mean, uh, moving to xCloud and kind of uh, making sure the common denominator is the games and not the console. Uh, Sony, I believe, is following the same suit. They will be having their own PC launcher to kind of, you know, move away from the the console slowly but surely. They also have their own version of Xbox Game Pass uh, or a a rebranding 
of their uh, PlayStation service, which I believe they came out with first anyway. Uh, but they will also be moving to an Xbox Game Pass sort of situation. And again, we will be moving a lot of games from needing a console to just having them everywhere, kind of like streaming services. Uh, also on Monday, Microsoft uh, talked about the release preview for Insider Channels, which gets the updated version of 19.044.1947. Uh, with this release, uh, again, this is a Windows 10 release for uh, 21H2, and it's a non-security update, uh, so it qualifies for improvements and a couple changes. Nothing big, but uh, I mean, it is a Monday release. So uh, what people got were they got IT admins, they gave IT admins the ability to remotely add languages and language related features. Additionally, they can now manage language scenarios across several endpoint managers. The other thing that they got was uh, they had Microsoft enhanced Microsoft Defender for endpoints ability to identify and intercept ransomware and advanced attacks. So uh, again, if you're on Windows 10 uh, and you're still looking to get um, updates, uh, and you're looking to test them out before you deploy them to uh, your fleet of devices in the office, uh, you would have gotten this on Monday. Uh, if not, you can run out and probably get it now uh, and try it out um, before you have everyone still you know, fully in the office. I know we're all kind of slowly working our way back into the office. Uh, right now would be a good time to make sure you get everyone who's still on Windows 10 secure. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, this is where news really starts to kind of heat up again. We started slow on Monday. People are groggy, still, you know, getting over their Sunday hangover. Uh, Tuesday is when we get the big news. And the big news of the week comes from our friend over at Windows Central, uh, Zach Bowden, who has heard that Windows 11 22H2 should be coming as soon or, soon or as late, I guess, uh, as September 20th. Uh, so, uh, the new rumor for Windows Central, Zach Bowden suggests the first feature update for Windows 11 could come by September 20th. Now, this is a bit confusing, so I'll, we'll slowly walk through this. Um, for those of us who are insiders, we already have the big updates. Uh, and we may have forgotten or we may have you know, put on the back burner the fact that most people, uh, average people, haven't had a Windows 11 update since last November, I believe. So. Uh, for the things that we've taken for granted, they will now be shipping out to those individuals. Uh, and it seems like, you know, as Microsoft had mentioned, they were moving to once a year. Uh, so this rollout will probably be the biggest thing that happens for the rest of the year. Uh, I don't believe we'll be getting anything in October or November as far as Windows updates are concerned. So uh, this will be the update that brings, it keeps, you know, catches people up with what we've had as insiders on things such as the new start menu, which, you know, has its folder uh, and I believe they started adding the ability to name folders as well. So folders in the start menu, which is something uh, people haven't had for about a year. Uh, the new gestures for bar snap layouts, uh, those will also be added. Live captions, which is pretty big for people who uh, require accessibility features. The drop and drag to the taskbar, which was took a long time for even us to get, I believe almost six months or so. New voice access tools and, you know, so many other things that I'm, I'm have it listed, but you know, things that come with like the volume rocker, the volume setting, stuff in the action menu. Um, I don't know if we'll, they'll be getting the updated widgets, um, so to speak. And again, the widgets have evolved about three or four times since we've been insiders. They've gone from you know being uh, disabled 
to re-enable, to redesign, to add new features, to notifications even being tested now. So uh, I don't believe any of that's going to be happening, but they will at least get an updated version of the uh, widgets on the side. So uh, again, I don't think they're getting game the Game Pass notifications. They're probably not getting the resizable widgets, but uh, they will be getting some updates to that. Um, we go, we go on on our website uh, about all the individual updates, so please visit our post for that. Uh, the other thing that happened on Tuesday was that Microsoft cautioned customers about phishing attacks by Russian hackers. Uh, and, you know, we're still dealing with hackers across the world. We're not just uh, signaling, you know, Russian authority, uh, Russian sanctioned, Russian state sanctioned hackers. But this is what, what Microsoft is describing. Microsoft was able to identify the challenges posed by Cyborgium. I probably said that entirely wrong, and I apologize for anybody who's probably stuffing their ears with cotton right now not to hear me. But it's spelled S-E-A-B-O-R-G-U-I-M. Uh, and their, uh, their infiltration, especially in OneDrive, uh, has been allowing people, uh, or at least has a, their infiltration into OneDrive has signaled Microsoft, and the Microsoft Threat Intelligence Center has been able to kind of identify them and put a stop in place. Um, the Microsoft uh, Threat Intelligence Center has partnered with abuse teams in Microsoft to disable accounts used by the actors for reconnaissance, phishing, and email collection. Microsoft Defender Smart Screen has also implemented detections against the phishing domains represented in Suborium's activities. Again, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. Um, and on our, uh, you know, I'll probably have across the screen right now, just kind of an example of the email to be on the lookout for. Because uh, again, we would like everyone to be uh, aware about this and be safe. Uh, for those of you who are just listening, I uh, kind of can describe it to you. It says, Dear colleagues, in the context of growing tensions in the in international community and increase in the number of activity of hacker groups operating uh, in the information field, we are recording attempts by unidentified persons to attack an information infrastructure uh, of our institutes. First of all, we cooperate with information security experts to increase the level of security of our resources at the at the same time, do not forget about the personal training of each employee. Um, this is, and the headline reads, increased cybersecurity. So be on the lookout for anything that says that. Don't open it. Don't open the attachments. Uh, delete it as soon as possible. If you are uh, the studious type, you can also report it as spam as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, uh, the other thing that happened on Tuesday was that Microsoft is now previewing video clips for Microsoft Teams. Uh, this is something that was hinted at uh, um, two months ago. Uh, now that it's Inspire is over with and they've kind of announced it there and kind of runs a test through. Uh, I mean, they've run some demos on it. They are now ready to let people start uh, testing it. Uh, again, like I said, during Microsoft Inspire, Microsoft announced that they will be introducing a video clip feature to teams designed to help users record, send, and view short videos. It's a nifty feature. Uh, we, I think Eric and I kind of compared it to, um, I think, like Instagram stories or something like that, where, again, um, I had the question of whether or not this is a utility that people could actually use, or if this was just kind of a me too feature. Uh, I think we ended up coming up with, or at least I did walk myself through the consensus of, this would be useful for people who need to send messages that need to identify visual products, so to speak. So uh, if you need visual confirmation um, and something that would t take a lot less time than to take a picture, attach it to an email, uh, make sure that the size is the size that you needed, 
uh, and then send the email over and wait for a response. You could, you know, hold it up to a camera, say, hey, here's a quick 15 to 20 second video. Uh, do you have this product on the shelves? Can you identify it? Are we out? Do I need to reorder more of these things? Uh, those kind of things are, I believe, where that makes more sense. Uh, I mean, you could be social, but at that point, I thought, you know, wouldn't texting be easier if you're already on Teams and then you can see that the person's you know, available that you can start texting to them. But again, the video messaging uh, is a feature that we'll, uh, we'll all need to see what the utilities are for that. Uh, I can only imagine, again, if you're out in the field, uh, maybe you're doing site work, uh, or if you are in engineering and you need uh, AR to help out with some certain things, you can do a quick video to kind of get, again, confirmation from the office, from the field, from the head field office, things like that. Uh, so that was all previewed on Tuesday. Uh, there wasn't much more else to that. Uh, then Wednesday, we get a fully designed WhatsApp, uh, which is now available in the Microsoft Store. Now, I haven't been able to test this personally, but this comes from a post over at throt.com. Uh, he does have screenshots of this new version. Uh, it He says fully redesigned. I don't know if that's just because the code is better and it can be applied. Maybe this is something um, we'll need to test in further, but visually speaking, it was subtle as far as the uh, visual redesign is concerned, but hey, it is a dedicated WhatsApp uh, app for Windows 11, Windows 10, I believe, uh, for those of you who use it a lot. I'm actually starting to use it a lot more in my own personal life. Um, I used to kind of scratch my head and say, oh, you know, WhatsApp is for when you go international, things like that. But uh, we're finding it in my, uh, my football fantasy group. Uh, fantasy football group. Uh, we're using it constantly. This has become our new messaging app. Uh, you know, we jump from heavily Facebook Messenger to this, and it's been awesome. Uh, so, you know, when I get information about our Niner quarterback uh, or the controversy for our Niner quarterbacks pop up, I can get notifications right there on the desktop uh, and keep working. Uh, I don't need to grab my phone. I don't need to look like I'm not working. Uh, it's pretty subtle. So again, for those of you who are looking forward to uh, WhatsApp and the continued uh, development for it on Windows, there is a redesign app. So go check out the store for it. Uh, if you don't see it there, uh, maybe it's rolling out. Uh, and again, I don't know if there's going to be an international rollout for it as of just yet, uh, but we will try to update you uh, with more information when we find out. Also, uh, news on Wednesday, we got Xbox and the Special Olympics are going to partner again for the game or for gaming for inclusion 2022. Uh, so if you are a fan of the Special Olympics, you're a fan of Xbox, or you're a person who uh, has a, 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 who are differently abled or anything like that, uh, there's some good news and some fun entertaining information coming out about that. Following its debut last year, the, uh, the Gaming for Inclusion esports event uh, will make its return in 2022. Uh, contestants will be competing for a chance to play alongside Special Olympic celebrity supporters, including Jamal Charles of, of the NFL, TikToker, Vault Boy, and various stars of the WWE wrestling. Uh, the Celebrity show Showcase will stream on September 17th, so keep your calendar marked for that. Uh, also, this year's Gaming for Inclusion will give three Special Olympic athletes a chance to shine as shoutcasters, a host at, uh, which is basically a host at the event. These are uh, Jose Moreno from Special Olympics Illinois, Amber Gertz, from Special Olympics Utah, and Ben Gregory from Special Olympics Indiana. These individuals will now be uh, your host for the event. Uh, I don't know if they're going to, you know, kind of do it all at once or if they will have sections where they will be hosting by themselves or hosting with each other or hosting with a celebrity, um, but we will find out on September 17th. I think it's pretty fun, pretty cool. Uh, each of these lucky athletes will get to travel to Redmond, 
uh, for two days training at Microsoft campus where they will learn how to analyze esports games and provide commentary. Of the, uh, of the opportunity, Bruno had this to say. <clears throat> Quote, I appreciate Special Olympics and Microsoft for providing me with the incredible leadership opportunity to become a shoutcaster at this year's Gaming for Inclusion event. Gaming creates a common bond and a fun way to connect with people of all abilities around the world. I've made new friends through gaming because we love it and anyone can play. Quote, uh, the Rocket League tournament will be held on Saturday, uh, September 10th, with Celebrity Showcasing following a week later on September 17th. Uh, again, you can watch these wherever streamable, wherever Microsoft is an official Xbox account, which I believe is the Twitter channel and YouTube. So uh, keep those marked because it could be fun. Then we're moving on to Thursday, where uh, we're light on news, but we did get some pretty substantial information for those of you who are Teams users. Uh, Microsoft is lowering Teams rooms pricing, uh, offering a free version with devices and a basic tier. Microsoft's Teams will be soon dropping the pricing for its services and will offer Teams room basic service. Uh, Microsoft had an announcement, uh, I believe, about this, um, like I said, Thursday. Uh, they will begin offering this uh, Microsoft Teams Pro from September 1st, uh, 2022, which replaces the Microsoft Teams Room standard, and Microsoft Teams Room's premium offers. So they're kind of consolidating and ideally making it more straightforward, you know, less tiers and confusing versions and names and whatnot. Uh, Microsoft will now offer Microsoft Teams Rooms basic for small and medium business customers, and the service provides core meeting experiences to the customers when they purchase certified Microsoft Teams Rooms devices at no extra cost. So uh, these are kind of cool ideas if you are a business and you are um, looking to get Teams for, you know, anywhere from 15 to 50 employees probably, and you buy headsets uh, like the Microsoft Teams enabled headsets or webcams or conference speakers or monitors or phones, uh, you will eventually get a Rooms Basic uh, account for that. Now, I don't know, I, I think it's per device too. So the more devices you have, the longer you can start paying little to no, none for that service. Microsoft Teams Room Basic includes scheduling, joining meetings, content sharing, basic security and management capabilities. So, Again, this is you know to ground floor the basics that you need to communicate with Teams, uh, and you get this because you purchase a device instead of having to get uh, Office, you know, or subscription Office, or you know any of those kind of things. Again, it makes sense if you already have Office to do this, but uh, if you are you know, maybe someone who is solidly in Google Docs but you just don't like Meet, this is another workaround. Uh, the official announcement reveals that the latest price in Microsoft Teams Rooms uh, will now charge forty bucks per month for Teams Rooms Pro, which delivers enhanced in-room meeting experiences, uh, intelligent audio and video, multi-screen support, a full set of device manager capabilities, and future differentiation value. So, you know, anything else that, you know, updates that come in uh, per month, uh, those will all just be rolled into, into whatever you have, so you won't be paying extra for those. So again, 40 bucks a month, uh, and you get the pro version of this. Microsoft will also be offering free trials for Teams Rooms as well. Uh, but this is only for educational government and charity customers will get a two-month trial. The rest uh, ev the rest of everyone else will get the one-month trial. So uh, if you are uh, a teacher or you are working as an educational ad admin or whatnot, you want to just try it out, see if it's something you can move to or move, you know, uh, move to from something else, uh, they're offering some free trials. They're trying to get more people to use Teams. I, I presume because Teams... 
um, installments have started to stagnate. Uh, we know we had a big surge uh, during the pandemic. People have situated on the, the communication services that they are accustomed to. No one's testing things out. Uh, maybe people are, you know, moving, finding out the Teams is or isn't the service they need. Microsoft is finding a new way to get people into the fold. Uh, Microsoft customers can also acquire up to 25 basic licenses. The basic and the pro offerings will be announced uh, to the public on September 6th, but they can also be sold uh, and will be functional from September 1st. So uh, if you have a connection or you have a Microsoft representative or partner that you can talk to, you can start getting things going about a week before everyone else does officially. Uh, moving on to today, which is the last day of the week, we again, we didn't have very much else news very much else in the news, but uh, Game Pass titles from the Microsoft Store can now be downloaded from the Xbox uh, without an Xbox app. Uh, so an update came in, I believe, for Dev, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, which was version number 25182, uh, if you're keeping track. So go update your system if you haven't gotten it. But uh, one of two things that came with this update was that people can now just go to the Microsoft Store and start downloading a game. You don't need to have the Xbox app reopen and then start off which you know for you guys but for me it always needs an update it's like oh you're not on the latest one thing and i was like well i just closed it five minutes ago regardless uh you can now just go and have the store work like you thought the store should work you go pick the game you want it says purchase download click it starts doing it straight from the store which is amazing and a small nicety that i believe you know kind of rounds out windows 11 as an operating system kind of differentiates it differentiates it from windows 10 which you know, as nice as it was, was still sort of overly complicated. Uh, specifically saying the latest build comes with a notable improvement, uh, again, which you can just install games directly from the store. Um, and I think that's it. That's what we got for Microsoft News for this week. Uh, I thank you guys for being with me here. I hope I didn't talk too fast. I hope I didn't ramble too much. I'm hoping I can keep this entertaining for you guys. Again, I am by myself trying to entertain those of you who like Microsoft. Uh, I wish you guys would uh, kind of shout off in the comments down below in the chat if you guys want to about topics you would like me to cover or sections of information that you would like me to cover on a weekly basis. Uh, I know you, all of us are here because we like Microsoft, but it's a sprawling business uh, with so many different interests. If you guys want to hear more about IT, let me know. I can uh, maybe find some of our writers to give me some notes on that and bring in more IT content. Uh, if you guys want to know about more how-to-dos, uh, we are filling up with how-to-dos, so uh, I can bring some of that information into the podcast. Uh, if for those of you who just want to hear more about gaming over kind of light on gaming, I can focus more on gaming as well. Uh, again, with Windows kind of curtailing the way it's doing Windows updates, I, I figured Windows News would start to slow down um, probably after this update rolls out because, again, Microsoft is moving to a three-year uh, release cycle, and I believe these moments that they're doing, they haven't said if they're going to be quarterly or, you know, uh, bi-annually or anything like that. So um, maybe... You know, we move on to office information. I, I love. I use Office. You guys should probably use Office. We can do some competitive stuff about how Office compares to Google Docs, things of that nature. Just let me know. Um, again, answer in the comments. If you guys have any questions about anything, you can always head over to Twitter, where you can find me at Mindhead1, or you can reach out to our official channel, which is on Microsoft.com on Twitter. 
Um, you can also head to our website. Uh, I write a ton of articles, drop down some comments in any of the articles I write, any of the articles in any of the other authors write and say, hey, I would love to hear about this uh, on the podcast. Uh, I believe that's it. We can also go to uh, Pinterest, which I always you know, tag at the end of each podcast, where if you want more gaming information, but you don't hear my voice, there's that over there as well. Uh, and then there's Instagram. Uh, I'm trying to keep up on the podcast now that I am fully producing it and hosting it. Um, it is my ball to drop, and I will try not to. Uh, again, thank you for joining me. Go enjoy the rest of your weekend. Be safe. Have fun.